It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. The New York Times has named Arden one of their top ten hosts. And just this year, the Dog Writers Association of America has given this show, Four-Legged Life, its top radio award. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby, because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. And also our good friend Janice at Save My Pet ID Tag. Your pets are never alone when you own Save My Pet ID Tag. Online at savemypetidtag.com. Buzz up, pet pals. Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Yep, it's me, Arden Moore. Now, our special guest today is not horsing around when it comes to providing quality pet care. Her quality of care is so great that her company has been named, you ready for it? Business of the Year by the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. Please welcome to our show, Lucy Cryan. Welcome to the show, Lucy. Thank you. Glad wow, to be that's here. a that's a pretty big title. Business of the year. Wow. Yeah. Got- pretty nice. <laughs> well, folks, I want you to know that they call it NAPS, but N-A-P-P-S and the people who are professional pet sitters and are members of that group, they're not taking a lot of cat naps. They work very hard. They're licensed. They're insured. They're bonded. They are continually taking courses to learn how to be better at business, better with pet care. And so every year they have this big contest and you have to submit this lengthy application. Judges consider all of them. And at the very end, they said, you know what? Lucy crying. She's the one. She's the one. So when you found out that you were your company, Crying Enterprises, was named to be the top dog, if you will, of the NAPS pet sitting world. Did you faint? Did you cry? Did you have a shot of ever? <laughs> How was your response? I didn't I didn't faint. I didn't cry. I uh, told my husband and we were both driving in the car because it came on my phone while I was in the car. I oh, wasn't wow. driving. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but we both gave a high five as we were driving down the street. And then I promptly told a few of my clients, the ones, some of the ones that were nice enough to recommend me for the award. So yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool. And we got a shout out to Kevin. That's your husband, right? Correct. Because he likes to hear probably yeah. his name on the air. You actually are on <laughs> the longest running pet podcast on the planet. Wow. And humbly, while you were winning business of the year, we found out last week that Oh Behave with my producer, Mark Winter, has been named the best pet podcast of the year. Wow. Congratulations. That's pretty cool. And I didn't have a husband named Kevin while driving to find out that news. But, you know, we're kind of <laughs> in parallel universes. Right, right. So, Crying Enterprises, C-R-Y-A-N. You're in Ohio. Yeah, um, I am. That doesn't have a cat or dog name in it, because you do no. more than just 
pets. Tell us a little bit about what Crying Enterprises is all about. Well, actually, I started as concierge services primarily. I mean, that was really what I had planned to do after I retired from my previous life in higher ed. And a couple of my clients asked if I would take care of their pets as part of my concierge services. And I said, yes. And then, of course, you know how that spreads. They told (laughs) friends who started contacting me. And of course, I love it because who doesn't love playing with pets and hanging? you know, with other people's pets. And it just kind of took off. So, you know, it started out as a small piece, but now it's about 80% wow. of my business. Probably. Wow. Yeah. And you started your business after retiring from, is it Otterbein? Otterbein. Otterbein University in Westerville, Ohio. Correct. What was your, what did you do there on campus? So I have... I was there for so long. I had multiple <laughs> positions. Okay. But the longest, the longest position, I worked in the equine science department for 18 years. So I started as a riding instructor and coach back in 1994 and then became the director. And then we moved to a new facility. And then I think I had another title change. I don't remember what it is exactly. And then I had to take some medical time off. And after that, I transferred over to on-campus fundraising, and then part of that was events, and then ended up as a business manager for a new facility that they use in partnership with with the community, actually. So that's where I finished before. You know what I like, though? We sometimes think we're going to script our lives, right, Lucy? not And then you get a curve. You got many curves. But you yeah. you landed with your feet right in the saddle, right in the stirrups, right? <laughs> I I think I did pretty well. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and I know I want you to talk a little bit about it because you would think you've hit you've hit some pretty big challenges medically, and then launching Crying Enterprises. You launched it in January of 2020, correct? Yes, worst time possible. Let's talk about COVID. So, I mean, you're all ready to go. (laughs) You're launching it. And then all of a sudden the world shuts down. Right. And, you know, there was a little bit of a hint that something might happen, but I don't think anybody knew what that was going to be like. So, yeah, my timing wasn't so great, (laughs) but I actually got kind I I don't know if it's a little lucky. A a couple months in, I got a a gig as part of my concierge or personal assistant. And I was a personal assistant to a contractor. Oh. So that held me for a few because she kept me pretty busy. And then, you know, at, at some point she just, she'd really needed help with a really large project. And then, you know, that was wrapping up and I had other pieces were starting to pick up. So I got, I got pretty lucky. Yeah. Uh, but I also, when I retired, you know, I planned for worst case scenario because that's good. That's a good tip. Right. You can't leave a good job for a new business, just not knowing. So I knew if I didn't make it in the first year, I could get back in the regular workforce or, you know, we could even be fine. My husband has not retired yet. So I had that padding as well. So it, it was okay, but it was not what I planned, it wasn't ideal to to try to launch a business during COVID. And obviously the pet 
I hadn't even started the pet part, but nobody was going anywhere. Nobody needed any pets That's right. during COVID. They're all. So, it, you and know, then that more and prior to that, people need to know the name Lucy Cryan because you were a pretty amazing equestrian. Uh, tell us, it's okay to, to say something cool about what you've done because you've done really major competitions on horses. So what would be like a pinnacle? Oh, a pinnacle. I've ridden most of my life until, you know, a few years back. And I did, I've, I've ridden all different styles of riding and competing throughout the years, you know, starting when I was a young child, but really got involved in dressage probably in the late 80s, had a wonderful coach in Michigan. I lived in Michigan at the time and she really got me hooked. And so I really started doing the dressage thing. I had a off the track thoroughbred, a former racehorse. I didn't have a fancy horse. She didn't cost a lot of money. In fact, she cost less than a thousand dollars. What was her name? What's her name? Her name was Sky, or Sky's Weekend, but okay. people used to laugh because my name's Lucy and her name's Sky, and we all know the famous song that Lucy is, yeah, so that was pretty <laughs> cute. I think you reached for the sky, and you were poetry in motion <laughs> with those two horses. Oh, look at that. You got them both. <laughs> and everyone, we're speaking yeah. um, with the Business of the Year for the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. We're talking to Lucy Cryan. We're going to take a brief break, and we're going to talk about her role now as a top dog in the pet professional pet sitting world. But you all know the drill. We got to sit, stay. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life, and it's time to announce our January digital newsletter grand prize winner, and it is Ron S. Congratulations, Ron. You've won a Save My Pet ID tag from our good friend Janice at SaveMyPetIDTag.com. And if you'd like to be our next monthly winner, head over to FourLeggedLife.com, subscribe to our monthly newsletter, and enter our monthly contests. It's just that easy. Welcome back to the Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're speaking with Lucy Cryan. She is the Business of the Year by the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. Let's just stick to naps. It's easier to say. And what I like about it is they selected you. You don't have this gigantic company, and you don't just help dogs and cats. Your company, Cryan Enterprises in Ohio, is also helping People who have horses, maybe, and farm animals. Is that correct? That is correct. I have a lot of horse experience, and I have had sheep, and I worked um, with 4-H clubs. Nice. We worked with a lot of different animals, including poultry, you know, chickens, and so on. So between myself and the two gals, my independent contractors, we have a lot of experience with a lot of different animals. So, yeah, it's, it's a little different. It's not boring, that's for sure. So tell us where you live in Ohio. What kind of, is it rural, suburb? What is it? And and what would be a couple of tips? So, or what do you do for horses as a pet sitter? Well, I'm in a suburb of Columbus. So 
you know, I'm not, I'm, I, there aren't, well, there are horses and actually Otterbein has the whole farm in them in actual Westerville, but we're close. We have rural area all around us. And, you know, basically I, we, it's not just me, me and my contractors, we do whatever is, is necessary when people are out of town. Mm-hmm. Basically it's cleaning stalls, feeding horses, medicating if necessary, you know, whatever they need done. I'll even do appointments where I'll go and meet the farrier if the owner is not available because the farrier needs somebody to hold the horse or as a vet, needs mm-hmm. somebody to be there to handle the animal while they're working. So we'll we'll do that. Pretty much anything you need. And of course, with my experience as a former trainer, you know, I can even exercise necessary. So that's that's a little above and beyond of what we typically do. So you're walking into somebody's house. You've already done the meet and greet. They met the and the pet was on their best behavior. Now mom or dad is gone. And Lucy crying walks in the door. What do you do for these dogs or cats if they try to be a little uppity? (laughs) How do you say, hey, it's me, Lucy? That's a challenge. It is a challenge, but most pets, well, dogs in particular, a treat will usually get them over the hump. I mean, I have had some cats that were a little testy, you know, that hide. They're afraid because they've only met me once. I had one cat that climbed up into the springs of the couch. Took me 45 minutes to find her. Yeah. And she needed medication because she has seizures. So it wasn't just, yeah, okay, I'll put out your food and I can come back and find you later. I had to find her. And of course, the owner was on a plane, so I couldn't even contact the owner. It was just, you know. One perfect of storm, things. perfect storm, perfect storm. And she's a Persian and, and Persians can be a little persnickety about who they like and who they don't like. So that was a, probably the most challenging first visit I've had. Luckily, thank goodness, my dogs have all been great. But I, I think I have one dog that's a little shy. But if you just sit still, and just mm-hmm. take your time, they get over it. And in fact, you know, right now I have a cat that the the owner knew to me and the owner said, well, probably hide. No, he met me at the door. You know, <laughs> he's, he was lonely enough probably because his, his person was gone. But yeah, I mean, you just, again, even the same as horses, if you have confidence and you're not afraid and you have treats and you speak nicely to them. Have you ever that. had any um, a strange request from a from a pet parent on how to care or how to feed a dog or a cat. Sometimes when I talk to pet sitters, you were supposed to, there's been some wacky requests. What can you name one? Nothing too wacky, but, but some really routine oriented dogs. Like, you know, there's two dogs and this one has to go in this crate, but you have to make sure that you feed him first, but this one can go out without a harness or a leash, but the other one has to be on a, you know, like, and you have to do the timing just like this, you know, there's some that are so routine and they have quirks. Like if even in the fenced in yard, if he's not on a leash, he'll get away from you and you'll never be able to catch him and (laughs) things like that. So yeah, some of them seem a little weird, like Maybe if you worked with them, maybe you could get beyond it, but it, it's okay. Like, I'm happy to, if the dog is doing their normal routine, dogs, multiple cats, whatever, their normal routine, then it That's seems cool. to work out pretty well. I mean, I have some that leave me all sorts of fancy treats, you know, like that they'll have in the fridge, they'll have special things ready and, and for me to give 
the pets, but again, it's okay. Like I, I haven't said anything to be too unreasonable. Well, it sounds like it's it, dem- it sounds like it's demonstrating that people love their pets, and especially as we got through COVID, they really kept us sane. People are getting back to traveling. There's some of them going back to their offices. You're a professional pet sitter. So what would be a few tips you could share with people on how to really pick a quality person to come in and care for their pets and, you know, and do other things at the house while they're away? Because that's really paramount. Well, that's where NAPS comes in. I mean, I tell people all the time, if I have calls, people outside my area or I'm I can't take them because I'm booked or whatever. I always tell them to look at NAPS first, see if they can find somebody who is certified, who is taking classes, who's insured is key. They have to have insurance um, bonded if they're not the ones personally coming, if their staff is coming for them. So a couple of sites I want you to name. Tell everybody your website, if they're in the Ohio area where you are, and how they can get hold of the NAPS, people at NAPS. Crying Enterprises is mine. Super easy. Cryingenterprises.com. It can't get any easier than that. And then NAPS. Petsitters.org. Yeah. You can get in there and then there's a, I don't know what the heading is, but there's a way to look for pet care providers in your area. Yes. So that's really helpful. And I've gotten a couple of really good clients from that site. You know, ones that were going the extra mile to find the right person to do what they needed to do. And that's where I got my first client whose mother lives in assisted living. So that was a a really good start working with people in assisted living and their aunt. That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. And I found my very first one through NAPS. I mean, she found me through NAPS because it was so important to her to have the right person with her 90-year-old mom who was in congestive heart failure but loved her cat more than anything in the world. So she wanted to make sure she got somebody who was very reputable. And, and you know, so NAPS has really helped me out with, with getting started in that little weird niche. <laughs> well, that's good. Hey, we're speaking with Lucy Cryan. She runs Crying Enterprises in Westerville, Ohio, and she was named Business of the Year by the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. That's a top dog award. She's come through a lot in life. She was in academia, and I just love how you keep reinventing yourself, Lucy, and I want to <laughs> congratulate you on this award and thank you for being so compassionate to all kinds of animals. <laughs> Well, thank you for having me. It was really fun. Hey, so great to have you on the show, Lucy. Again, congratulations on this top honor. We're going to take a break, Pet Pals. And when we come back, we're going to talk to another winner. And his name is Doug Keeling. And he is Pet Sitter of the Year by the other major organization called Professional Pet Sitters International. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. Got dog? Got cat? 
One of the best ways to show your pet how much you love them is to take a pet first aid class. Arden Moore is a master certified pet first aid CPR instructor and founder of Pet First Aid for You. Very cool! These classes are fun and practical and feature pet safety dog Kona and cat Casey. No way. Yes, a real dog and cat teaching duo. Wait, Wait, what? All classes are veterinary approved and are available in person or via Zoom. Ready to sign up for a class? Sorry, it's it's just for people. Arden Moore's Pet First Aid for You classes are proudly supported by Zinzi Pie's Save My Pet ID Tags. Pet parents who wear Zinzi Pie's Save My Pet ID Tags in bracelet, keychain, and pendant versions are assured that their beloved fur babies will continue to receive the loving care that they deserve, even if the pet parents are not able to provide it. Online at SaveMyPetIDTag.com. Welcome back to the Four-Legged Life Show. Got pet? Of course you do. But we cannot be with them 24-7. So we need a guy like our special guest. He knows pets. He actually knows people pretty well, too. And he knows how to bring out the best in all of us. I want you at this time to give pause and applause to the 2023, this is a mouthful, here we go, Pet Sitters International's Pet Sitter of the Year, Doug Keeling. Welcome, welcome to the show, Doug. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Arden. I'm so excited. (laughs) All right, strap yourselves in. You know, it is a tough job to be a professional pet sitter. And you are in the trenches, the front lines. You have seen everybody's dirty laundry, I'm sure. Quite literally. (laughs) Well-mannered pets, cray-cray ones. I guess the only thing I could say is your job is not boring, is it? Never. Every day is a little different. And that's part of what I love so much about it. You know, you never quite know exactly what to expect. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So let's back the clock up. Let's go to before 2013. What was Doug Keeling doing? Oh, man. So I had just graduated high school and moved to Jacksonville, Florida to go to the University of North Florida. And are they the thinking, Jaguars or what What are they? I forgot. Yeah, we're the Jags. <laughs> Do I used to live in Florida. OK, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So I had just moved to Jacksonville. I was going to college and uh, I was doing marketing for a local antique and estate sale company. And I was a cashier at Target while taking full time college classes. So I had a really hectic life. You never um, slept. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. And uh, that was a running joke with all of my friends, actually. And <laughs> I just missed my dog. You know, I, I grew up with dogs and my best friend growing up was a Jack Russell named Skip. I got uh-huh. him for Christmas when I was like five years old and we grew up together. We did everything together. He went everywhere with me. And when I moved to Jacksonville for college, you know, I was just coming home from school and work every day, just missing my buddy. And I came to a point where I had to leave the job at Target and I needed some extra income. And I was on Reddit. I was on a subreddit called Beer Money. And this guy had Beer Money. On, yep. <laughs> this guy okay, this is getting better in okay. there. And said he he had posted in the beer money subreddit and said, my wife won't let me buy beer. So I started walking my neighbor's dog in exchange for beer money. 
And I read that and it was like instant light bulbs went off. I said, if this guy can walk dogs for beer money, why can't I walk dogs for my light bill and for gas and for food money? Why not? Maybe a beer or two. Yeah. And maybe a beer or two. Why not? (laughs) Okay. And that's how it started, huh? Well, I love the name of your company, everybody. Tell us the name of your professional pet sitting company. Bad to the Bone Pet Care. Bad, bad to the bone. You feel like you're doing the guitar, Rick. All right. Oh, man, if I had a dime for every time somebody sang that to me on the phone. (laughs) You would have more than beer money. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. And I know for you YouTubers, we have a a tail that looked like a a cat tail mustache that just went across the screen of Doug's already mustache. Who is this beauty? This is my baby, Athena. She's the star of all my Zoom calls and all of my YouTube videos. (laughs) (laughs) So bad to the bone, pet care. You serve portions of Florida. Tell us some of the areas that you're covering. You're still in Jacksonville, aren't you? Right. So I, I started just as a solo pet sitter as Doug the Dog Guy in 2013, just kind of servicing my neighborhood in Orange Park, Florida. Okay. And we slowly just expanded from there over the last 10 years. I changed the name of the business from Doug the Dog Guy to Bad of the Bone Pet Care when I started hiring. I, I had brought on my first employee at 11 months in, and we now have a team of 30 employees. Wow. We service the majority of Northeast and Central Florida. Downtown Jacksonville is our primary service area, but we also service all of the surrounding areas. So meaning Jacksonville Beach, Orange Park, Middleburg, Green Cove Springs. And then we dip into Central Florida with Northern Lakeland, Plant City and Eastern Tampa. Well, I know my Florida geography. There are 67 counties Maybe bad to the bone pet care. One day you'll be in all 67 counties. It could be. One day, one day, slowly yeah. but surely. <laughs> you dream big, you dream big. So what I love is when I was doing some research about you, you're not a competitor, you're a collaborator. Can you expand on that? Because you want to get the gig, but at what cost? Absolutely. That is something that is crucial to everything that I do and and every step that I've taken over the last 10 years is, you know, I do this because I want what's best for the pet. I don't do this to build a huge company or to get rich or to do anything like that. I want all pets to get the same care that I want for my own pets. And with that in mind, I am always trying to find ways to collaborate and build community with the entire pet industry. You know, I I don't compete with other pet sitters and dog walkers. I reach out to them and I find ways that we can help each other. We can help each other's clients and really just try to raise the bar for the pet sitting and dog walking industry each and every day. So in addition to Bad to the Bone Pet Care website, you also give professional consulting to professional pet sitters. Is, is it, what, what, what's the website on that one? I think, isn't it Doug the Dog Guy, but dot co? That's it. That's it. Okay. Doug the Dog Guy dot co. You know, I kind of came full circle with that. I started my pet sitting business yeah. as Doug the Dog Guy, switched to Bad to the Bone Pet Care, and then During COVID, you know, I watched my business go from at that point, we had 33 employees to zero overnight. Wow. And 
Yeah, I spent the first couple weeks of the COVID lockdown just in bed crying because it felt like, you know, everything that I had put all this time and effort into was gone. And I had no idea what was coming next. And as I kind of came out of my depression there, I kept thinking to myself, I want other people to get to experience what I've experienced. I love this. I'm passionate about it. And there's so much opportunity in the animal care field. So I figured, you know, I'm just going to start posting these YouTube videos, kind of sharing my knowledge and sharing my experiences, and we'll see where it leads. And within a couple of months, you know, I had a couple thousand subscribers on YouTube and I had people reaching out to me for coaching. And fast forward a couple of years now, I, I, I love it. You know, I have almost 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. I have over a thousand uh, people on my email newsletter and I've coached over 150 pet businesses over the last two years. And I, I, I tell everyone that both my pet sitting business and now my coaching business are both kind of dream come trues for dreams that I didn't even know that I had. <laughs> well, it sure beats just checking out people at Target. You can say that again. <laughs> So everyone, we're speaking with uh, a, a Doug Keeley, and he got the award for Pet Sitter of the Year by the international group Pet Sitters International. Actually, people argue that maybe Patty Moran really started or gave birth to professional pet sitters, and she created PSI. And tell us about um, what it felt to to win that. We just had the Golden Globes on, so come on, give me a better speech than those actors. <laughs> Well, if if you watch the video of me accepting the award at the conference, I did cry. So and I was not I was not expecting to cry. You know, I, I knew I was going to get the award before I went on stage and I kind of prepared a speech and everything. And I got up there and it just hit me. You know, I'm looking out at the crowd of people and I couldn't control myself. I I just broke down. And to me, it's, you know, everything that I've worked for for the last 10 years kind of uh, coming to this head and, and it's beautiful. It's surprising. It's shocking. You know, I, I'm still in shock from it. <laughs> and it, it'll always be with you. That's the cool thing. We're speaking with Doug Keeley. He is the 2023 pet sitter of the year by PSI. We're going to delve into some crazy kind of client request and some other things, some strange pets he may have ha- has to take care of and more after we take this break. But You all know the drill. We're going to sit, stay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're talking with the pet sitter of the year, Doug Keeley. He's a pretty cool dude. He knows pets and he is here to help you. And he's just finished his term, but it'll be with you forever. And and you're helping pets. So every time I talk to a quality professional pet sitter, you guys have a dark secret. You never spill the beans in a book about some of the weirdest requests that a client will ask you. But you gather around a table at a pet conference and I've actually seen people laugh so hard they blew snot out of their nose. So no pressure, but you on. must have been talking to Scott Black. <laughs> yes, Scott's a great guy. Give us a couple. Can you 
you know, you never know. You walk into that door, you've done the meet and greet, you've met the pets, you met the people, you got all the paperwork set up. They go on a vacay and what? Give me some, give me some examples. Come on. You don't have to name names. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, all of my best stories, it's, it's the clients, it's the humans that okay. will surprise you. The pets, you know, I, I love them and I kind of know what to expect when I'm walking in with them, but I have walked into men washing the dishes completely naked. Oh. I have. I've got stories. I've got, I don't know how far you want to go with this. No, art, but, but I mean, got what stories. do you think people are thinking? I think they're not thinking. I think that's what it comes down to is, <laughs> you know, they're, they're in their own home and they're, they're in their own move and groove of things. And they forget sometimes that they booked the dog walker to come over or, and, and it, it leads to interesting conversations. <laughs> we said this is not a boring job. But we have to be careful. And I, I like to equate our pets. I think they're our most priceless asset. You know, you can ding my car. Something can happen. I could lose a ring. You better not hurt my pet. You better not do something to harm my pet or hurt them, get them lost. This is a big responsibility, Doug. What can you instill in other professional pet sitters? What should they be thinking? And secondly, why should somebody with pets hire a professional board certified licensed bonded insured professional pet sitter oh man i could talk all day about this i could, I could talk all day first thing i would say to other pet sitters and dog walkers is to think about what your pets want and need i okay. think it's easy to get into our heads and overthink things and to kind of uh, even blow things out of proportion, maybe. But if we can just keep it simple and mm -hmm. think, what do my pets want and need? You know, and for example, I have a golden retriever and my golden retriever. You got to say your goatee's name because I see pictures. <laughs> Come on. Shout out. Turkey bird. My my baby boy, turkey bird. <laughs> He's staring at me on the other side of the computer right now. <laughs> I've heard of foul names, but this one takes the cluck. OK, good. OK. Yeah. I picked him up on Thanksgiving two years ago, so it, it just seemed fitting. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So talk about Turkey Bird. You, you think of Turkey yeah. Bird when you walk into a client's home, right? So I know that, you know, Turkey needs everyone to be gentle, to keep a gentle tone when you're speaking to him. He's kind of emotional. He's a little fragile. And I bring that into all of my pet sitting clients. You know, right. I never go in just throwing the door open, yelling, you know, talking <laughs> in a country. loud voice. <laughs> you know, I, I think about how does my dog want to be spoken to? How does my dog Good. want me to approach him? And then how often does my dog need to go out to potty? How often does my dog need mm -hmm. to eat? You know, all of these types of things I'm thinking about with every one of my clients, first and foremost, and then I think it's really important to remember that this is a relationship-based business. We are not just swiping a credit card and dragging the dog around the block and we're in and out, bing, bang, boom, we're done. That's, that's not how this can be. You know, we have to protect their emotional well-being, their mental well-being on top of, of course, their physical safety and all of that. Right. But same goes for the families too. Yeah. 
you know, we never know why these people are actually uh, booking us and what they may be going through. You know, they may be traveling to see a, a sick family member for the last time or to go to a funeral or maybe they're traveling because it's their wedding or their anniversary and something exciting. We have to keep these things in mind when we're communicating with our clients and when we're structuring how our services work and all of our day-to-day operations. Good. And why should somebody hire a professional pet sitter and not the kid next door? Why shouldn't you just have the neighbor come pop in, drop the, let the dogs go pee? Why not go cheap? What's going to happen? If you have the 10-year-old kid coming down the street and he opens the door and your dog bolts past him and goes running down the street, what is that 10-year-old actually going to be able to do? You know, Besides per- wet their pants. Okay, go ahead. Exactly, exactly. And go crying to their mom. You know, and I'm not trying to talk bad about those kids. We all started somewhere. I was pet sitting for the neighborhood pets when I was 10 years old. But that is a completely different service and it's a completely different way of going about it. You know, as a professional pet sitter, I have been trained both through Pet Sitters International, their certification course, the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. I've gone through their training course. I've gone through full pet CPR and first aid certification. I have worked with multiple uh, positive reinforcement. Yes, I'm also fear-free certified. And I've worked with multiple positive reinforcement and fear-free certified dog trainers to get really in-depth with leash handling skills, animal body language, all of these types of things that I can come into your home. And if your dog your dog never would bolt past me and get out of the door. But if it were to happen, I would know how to address that situation and get him back safely. Everyone, we're speaking with Doug Keeley. He was the 2023 Professional Pet Sitter of the Year by Pet Sitters International. And all work and no play makes Doug a real stressed out guy. I did see a picture of you taking a vacay in front of the Eiffel Tower I just went to Paris, too, myself. I didn't see you there. You oh, know. nice. Oh, but man. the importance of you, where where do you, as a pet sitter, where do you like to go to, for a break? And would you take um, your dog with you or do you go petless? How do you, what's your downtime? Oh, man, I always have pets with me. Even if I can't take my own pet with me, you know, I'm finding where the local cat cat day is or I'm at the local humane society If I go more than six hours without touching something with four (laughs) legs, I'm going to go crazy. (laughs) Pet withdraw. All right. So my therapy. But with that, you know, I might tell everyone my two biggest passions in life are animal welfare and traveling. And one of my life goals is to immerse myself in every different culture of the world and learn all about the people of the world. So if I'm not pet sitting, you can often find me on a flight to China or Paris, or I'm actually heading down to Ecuador next week to go to, I'm going to spend a few days in Quito, and then I'm going to go to the Galapagos and see wow. as many animals as I can see, you know? <laughs> well, we definitely want to have you back. You have a lot of tales to tell. I really appreciate, Doug, you being on the show. Tell us again how we can find what you're up to. 
Yeah, so you can find me on YouTube. I post videos there every week sharing my experiences as a professional pet sitter and dog walker and pet transporter. It's youtube.com forward slash Doug the Dog Guy. You can also check out my Instagram. It's instagram.com forward slash Doug the Dog Guy official. I'm on TikTok at Doug the Dog Guy. YouTube it, or uh, Facebook is Doug Keeling, a K-E-E-L-I-N-G. And of course, my website is DougTheDogGuy.co as well. Whew. That's a lot. But keep doing what you're doing, Doug. I really appreciate you being on the show. Hey, Pet Pals, that's it for our show today. At this time, I want to give a special pause up to our two special guests. We had Lucy Cryan of Cryan Enterprises and Doug Keeley of Bad to the Bone Pet Care. At this time, I also want to give a big thanks to all you radio stations coast to coast for airing our show. Really appreciate it. And of course, you pet pals for tuning in. If you're interested in pet first aid, I'm a master instructor, pet first aid for you. So until next time, this is your host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Pause up! Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. And also our good friend Janice at Save My Pet ID Tag. Your pets are never alone when you own Save My Pet ID Tag. Online at savemypetidtag.com. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week. <laughs>